Welcome back to Across the Pond, a podcast hosted by Americans. Today, you got three, Miles Johnson in New York, Peter in D.C. Uh, we got a unique podcast today, ladies and gents. Uh, we don't have our host, Chris. Um, you know, he's off doing important things. And Jacob is out. So it's the three of us. We're going to be doing a little bit of a different live session today. So bear with us if you are not used to the natural transitions of our conversation. But I would say. So, guys, how you doing? Doing well. Can't complain. It was like 65 degrees today in D.C. and it was a day off. You know, so great day. Got to take Kai out to his first beer garden. Yeah, nothing to complain about. And a United win this weekend. What else is wrong in the world? Peter, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't have off today, which I was a little upset by, but I know it's a lot of people did. But that, yeah, that's that's great. You get a natural day to just spend time with the newborn. Enjoy the good weather. Um, Miles was fighting traffic, I see. So. Stressful for yeah. some, stressful for others. Peter, you started him off young, taking him to a beer garden. I see. I also see, as you know, everyone should know that listens to the podcast doesn't actually get to see us. Peter, your son was sporting a very tidy, clean Manchester United jersey. Made me think of Shay as a little baby, probably, and you as well, Peter, running around with your hopes up. Manchester United going to be, you know, champions of the world. Little baby, Manchester United. Uh, jerseys on so good to see it Peter yeah man but as I as I said last week I'm open to letting him become a fan of whatever team whoever we have a Fulham jersey um, DC United any any team so you know what whatever whatever he wants because any team as long as he also supports United that what you trying to say <laughs> I will be supporting United and I was telling my wife like he will be, I'll be watching it, so maybe he'll like it, maybe not. You know, and I'm not trying to force anything. Not trying to force that pain on him. Yeah, yeah Peter, you don't want to push too hard. Yeah, Peter, I have a I have a nephew who, you know, I just picture like this is gonna be my child. He's he watches soccer Premier League with my brother in law, and they started around the same time. So my nephew knows all the players. He's like seven now. He knows all the players. He knows which one is his favorite team. He knows like subs that I don't even know. Like. And he watches consistently. Like, you think that's going to be Kai? You, you try to build that? As I was saying, like, perhaps, but perhaps not. But, I mean, I think it's cool that he's got Trevor and Nate that, like, every time I'm watching, it's like, those are your cousins playing. And Nate Fulham will be in the league most likely next season. So that would be really cool to see. And um, my wife and I really want to go to Craven Cottage um, at some point. So, Maybe that'll be his team, but yeah, I hope he'll be. I hope he'll be a fan. It'll be that'll be really cool. And we got the World Cup coming up too. So much coming up. So much soccer. That's crazy, Peter. I'm just thinking about, you know, your son there watching watching soccer, being like, "Oh yeah, this is my family," on two different teams. Like Shay, come on, man, what are we doing wrong here? Maybe three. If my my career is not over yet, Miles. I don't know about you, but <laughs> no, I know, I know. It's good. It's good. So, gentlemen, um, we could talk about family and what we've done for hours, but let's get into it because we have a limited time today. So we're going to start with just the title race in general. I know there was a crazy game this weekend with Liverpool, you know, behind the Norwich for some time. We had Tottenham versus City. 
Um, what are your thoughts on this title race and which game stood out to you as a, as a pivotal moment this weekend? I mean, Spurs beating City. That was hashtag football bloody hell, as they say. Like, it was two to one and then uh, City tie right at the last minute. And then I'm, I went to go and just like, all right, let me go wash the dishes real quick. Game's over. Next thing I know, um, they put a cross in for Harry Kane. That was the best game I've seen Harry Kane play in a long time. And, and Spurs win. Title races, you know, it's in within six points now. Um you know, it, it makes things really interesting. And also, again, like Spurs played really well uh, after losing their last three games. So, you know, good on them. I mean, as bad as Spurs have been this season and as messy as they were last season as well, I feel like the Spurs City games over the past, I don't know, a couple of years have been very exciting and they have definitely turned it up and surprise city think about the first game last season with all that drama with spurs they beat city we remember it in the champions league i mean i don't know what it is but they love beating city so it was definitely good to see right i'm sure you know we've all kind of been waiting to see spurs become the team that we think that they might be able to become or at least see conte you know getting some of the results that we all expected him to be delivering so Huge result, I think. You're right, Peter. Was there anybody that stood out? You mentioned Kane. You know, looking at Spurs first, was there anything you noticed there, Peter, Shea, that, you know, really stood out to you about this Spurs team? That they, you know, are they doing something different? Yeah, well, I thought it was interesting that Spurs have been, I mean, I think Peter just mentioned this point, but they have been struggling, right? Like, they've lost three in a row, and then they come and they they come out this weekend and then give it to city like consistently scoring. Cause they weren't even Spurs haven't even been scoring well either. Right. So the overall was just a surprise. Um, but I, I was just happy to see Kane get a double, you know, how much he's been struggling this season, only starting to look alive this past, you know, this 2022 period. I'm just surprised they were able to put, put in three goals on city. That was the biggest surprise to me. Yeah. I, I did, to score. Like 30 seconds after you could, um, you know, you concede was wild. I just did not uh, think this this city that is a well-oiled machine would concede right at the end like that. But as I said, you know, it makes things really interesting. Miles, he must be chomping at the bit. Liverpool, if Liverpool went on Wednesday, it's three points. And then they play City in April. Um, and yeah, things could be really interesting from, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we thought. City would be just running away with the league. Yeah, yeah it's almost I, like you blink, you blink, and the table just transformed overnight. Like I, I thought you know it was surprising to me to actually see that they were that close because I remember being a one man race for a while, and now we have Liverpool the game back at twenty five. I mean, again, squeaking out a win against Norwich, which I know you have some thoughts on Miles, but then right back in the title race, you know, you look at the the top four, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth race, and that's starting to spread out just a little bit. You know, it's, you got to pay attention to these tables, especially with the midweek games. Yeah, I mean, obviously a huge um, boost for Liverpool. I mean, Peter, you mentioned it. You know, they're a game behind. Um, and then, you know, they still have City to beat. So Liverpool, you know, I think are looking 
in a very good position. I mean, Shay, you say a squeak by, but I, I don't know if you watched some of the highlights of that game, the same ones that I did. I mean, I don't know if that I would call that squeaking. I don't know if I would call that squeaking, but certainly a nervous <laughs> moment, certainly a nervous moment. But, you know, all of a sudden looking at Liverpool's team with the signings that they have made, Diaz, um, you know, getting players back healthy from AFCON. Obviously, Jota is a bit of a worry, but suddenly looking at that bench and looking at Liverpool, it's like, wow, this team is now, you know, we all were talking about how thin that squad was. This squad is now looking good. Players are fitting in very well. That midfield can rotate in and out. I'm looking at their fixtures, and I'm wondering who can beat them. I mean, City, right? But, you know, Liverpool love to turn up against City, so. Yeah, well, they have Chelsea coming up in the EFL Cup. So that, I mean, yeah, you're right. And then West Ham. I mean, there's there's a bunch of teams that are good. But with how fantastic Liverpool has been, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at their past. Like, they've led in one goal pretty much in the month of January. Three goals yeah. in the month of January, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, tough games, Champions League. I mean, on paper, Liverpool is a team that could theoretically win all these games. But then there's... You know, they've tied um, like eight games already this season. So six games, sorry. But yeah, they can they can still drop points. And so can City. So, I mean, every game will be interesting, you know. So, But the game I really, if, you, if we could just segue to this. I don't know if you guys watched that Leeds United derby. I know it's not as consequential in, in terms of the title as, as uh, the, the City Spurs game was. But I thought in terms of excitement, it was it just reminded me of those like old school games in the mud tackles everywhere like fight there's scraps Ragnar came on the field to calm the players down it was oh, it was wild what a game yeah what was what was your heart like when uh Leeds tied it up 2-2 you know was this was this just like <laughs> it literally within a bit of each other i was like this this is like ptsd like i've seen this picture multiple times and usually does the end well fast you know that meme where people, the guy's like smiling and he's like he drops his face that was that was literally 30 it was like within a minute and it was daniel james that like had the assist it was just poetic but um the one thing that about that game was and then i was worried Ragnick took Pogba off, who was probably the best player, brings Fred and Alanga on, and, like, they then controlled the game. Two great two great goals, Fred with a great finish. Alanga, I'm really liking um, his playing right now, scoring at the end, and, you know, it's great win. And, again, it, you know, the, the people forget, like, Leeds United uh, derby was one of the biggest rivalries in English football for the longest time. It's just Leeds have only been in the league again, so... Uh, the the game at Ellen Road, like obviously we're watching on TV, but from what I've heard, it was the loudest stadium. It's the loudest they've played, and the atmosphere is crazy. Fans were throwing things at the players. I think Alanga got hit in the head, which was terrible to see. But it was, uh, yeah, it was kind of that like old school derby, and you just don't see those anymore. So it's a good win. Yeah, it was a good win, and it was it was definitely interesting. Like there were a lot of interesting games this weekend for sure. Um, but I thought. You know, there's a couple of storylines for me. Is the one leads like last season, this fixture would have been, and don't get me wrong, it's not an insignificant win for United because it came in a very pivotal time. But last season, this fixture would be like, wow, like leads, you know, they've been so poor this year. And I really hate to see it because they're a good team. And when they came back to tie it up 2 2, you saw that, right? But like losing to Everton last last week, tying Aston Villa, losing to Newcastle, they're just on a, on a rough form, but with a great 
manager, which we know, and a really explosive team. I thought that was interesting, but also the fact that United again, to, I mean, to the point around the, the title race, separating themselves from fourth place, you know, De Gea came out a couple weeks ago, or la- was last week, and he's like, I feel like we have bad luck. And maybe now we have some luck on this side. Yeah, six points. Um, you know, there's six points ahead of uh, of West Ham right now um, for fourth spot. I know West Ham, Wolves, Arsenal, they all have games in hand, but they gave them that little bit of a cushion, which was which was really, really good to see. I mean, also, I thought, um, I mean, on the one hand, Leeds are just uh, have been such a crazy team this, you know, this year. I mean, having such a poor start, obviously, they're missing some of their big players, um, but they have looked good. I mean, that game against Aston Villa, they came back, you know, three all against Man United. I thought they were going to do it again. I mean, Dan James has been lighting it up for them. Rodrigo also looks very good. Um but you just never know what you're going to get with them. And I just feel like they, that defense is just porous and they, they ship goals, but interesting for me to see, you know, on paper before the game even started, you know, Jaden Sancho on there getting two assists. Um, I mean, wondering if he's finally hitting his stride with United, you know, we've all been waiting for him to hit the ground running. Also the appearance of Jesse Lingard. I mean, good for him. I don't know, like just kind of strange that he's made it back in the squad. Um, I hope he's, he, but I mean, he must be out the door. So I don't know if they're just, you know, put him out there to get, try to get some buyers, but um, good for some of those players, you know, to finally like step up a bit um, and, and show what they're capable of. Yeah, man. Sancho, as poor as United have been, Sancho has been lighting it up these past couple games and people forget like, the guy joined no preseason. I think, you know, just the emotional toll of missing that penalty, COVID. It, it took, he had this brief period where he had to adapt. And now, you, like, his skill set is so interesting. And the way he progresses the ball is, is like, is so good. That even that assist for the second goal was just, like the technique to, to label that crossing was so uh, good to see. So I hope over these next couple months, it's just Sancho unleashed, <laughs> but uh, that was a good sight. And then the Lingard thing, it was good to see him start. You know, I think the reason why Jesse Lingard is a Manchester United player still is just mismanagement. United should have sold that, you know, him as an asset for $30 million this summer. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was like, oh, no, you'll play. We buy Ronaldo. Doesn't, you know, he doesn't play. And then in January, they... You know, I mean, we, we, I don't know if you guys have touched on that, you know, the Mason Greenwood stuff happened, so they can't sell him. And now he's going to walk away for free. So I, you know, it was nice to see him play. Hopefully he has a role in these next couple of months, but yeah, you know, yeah. mismanagement of United. I could go on for days about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Yeah. I think we can, that's enough said mismanagement and also just a lot of players in similar positions, but you know, if he plays well, good for us. And, you know, he leaves. It's sad. But either way, let's transition a little bit to Leeds. So this is a team that has the second most goals scored against in the Premier League. Like I said, a fast-paced team, a team that was exciting last season. Even at points, we were like, oh, is this a, you know, a Champions League-type team? But now, are they struggling? I'm going to transition. Are they struggling? Are they in the relegation race? Is this now, instead of a, you know, a four or five-team battle, is it now a, a six-team battle? Hey, I was looking at this the other day and I was like, you know, got a little scared because even my boys, I feel like even my boys Brentford 
are are there. I mean, look, Leeds are in 15th place, 23 points. Um, obviously, they, they're a couple games behind. But uh, you look at Watford, 24 games played, 18 points. Not that far behind. And Watford just got a win. Burnley just got a win. You know, Newcastle has been getting points. It is looking, I think, very dicey there at the bottom for those teams. I think even, you know, Crystal Palace is kind of lost there. Um, you know, Mojo, I mean, they're winless in the last five. Uh, you know, Leicester, even now, nah, Leicester aren't going to be pulled into it. But, you know, there are teams that are on like a very hard downward trend, including Everton on there. One win in five. All these teams, you know, Brentford down, I think, are in are in the relegation scrap right now. And it's, it, it's looking to be a brutal scrap like we get every year. Burnley suddenly turning out wins. I mean, that striker is looking to, like, shaking things up for them. Um, I don't know. I, Leeds are definitely in danger, though. I still think it's going to be Norwich, Burnley, Watford. But Burnley have, like, five games in hand. Newcastle, I think they're out of it. If the next game, I think, is really where it's going to be tight, because if you look at the title, I think Leeds have 23 points, Watford have 18 points, and they're in 18th place. So if Watford win another game and Leeds have uh, Liverpool and Spurs next, who both really need to win, um, then they're in it. And as you say, last thing I'll touch on is like, I love Bielsa, but Bielsa is a pragmatic manager that will, will not change the way he plays. And that is the you know kind of the conundrum of leads they can attack but like their system leads them super open and they concede a lot of goals and they've had a lot of injuries this year which hasn't helped yeah i just think it's i mean guys it's it's kind of crazy okay like without doubt we can all agree that norwich is going down right so there's two spots right we're looking at newcastle a team that hasn't lost since december they haven't lost since december 19th newcastle that is wild i'm just looking i'm like I'm, this this is wild this is wild so I guess money, you know, and that's not even the injection of too much money yet. So I'm curious to see what they do. But we think about them coming up, right? Then we think about the fact that, you know, P just mentioned is Burnley, 22 games. Even if they just drew, drew a couple of games, they're already out of relegation battle. So it's going to be definitely interesting. And there's not one team you can point to because to your point, Miles, Brentford hasn't been doing good. Crystal Palace hasn't been doing good. Do you see we're going to, do you think we're going to have a couple of swings like in and out before the end of the season? I mean, look, we're following momentum here, and I'm just thinking Burnley, they'll never go away. Watford, I think this is not this is not sustainable. We all know about Watford. I am worried for a team like Leeds that has been just wildly inconsistent. And like you said, Shay, shipping goals. I mean, look, some of those Burnley's not gonna go down because look, they don't really you know, ship too many goals. I, they came out with a statement this weekend, you know, winning, winning the way they did. I mean, that, that, that tells you something. I'm, I am worried about leads. I mean, just the inconsistencies, problems in the defense. It's going to be hard to build some momentum to stay up. Oh, I know it's, it's going to, I think every team down there, their game uh, has a crucial game. There's kind of, um, and that that's basically 14th. You could even say 13th place with Crystal Palace all the way down to 20th place, which is, which is wild. So I, th I think it'll be really interesting games we got coming up over the next couple of weeks and, uh, you know, keep an eye out 
pretty much for every game. There is, you know, for every game coming up, including Champions League. Yeah, on that point, we have some midweek midweek fixtures um, and some crucial games, right? Burnley's playing Tottenham. One hot, one maybe not so hot. I don't know. But Maz just said the hot, even though the relegation. And then Watford versus Crystal Palace, Leeds versus Liverpool. So, you know, even by Thursday, the relegation battle could look way different. But what are you guys most – let's wrap it up here. What are you guys most looking forward to between the midweek and the weekend fixtures? Champions League, United, Atleti, tomorrow. Atleti aren't doing great. United have a little bit of momentum. I'm really excited about – it's on Wednesday. I'm really excited about that game. So, you know, hopefully we can get a, a, a good result. Yes, I'm looking forward to this Arsenal-Wolves game. We mentioned in the last podcast, watch out for Wolves. I mean, look, they beat Leicester. They're fulfilling – the expectations we have for them going up against Arsenal. They're only two points apart. You know, they're in that fight for the top for the fourth place spot. Wolves are looking good. Arsenal are looking good. I think that's going to be a really, really good match. The previous game they played was not uh, very long ago and it was a, you know, very tight affair. So that will be a very good match. And I'm, I'm excited to watch it. And I'm going to stick with my boys, Wolves think they're gonna pull it out yeah i'm interested i'm just gonna be watching the newcastle train i want to know what's gonna happen there i know Trippier is out but you know let's see how long they can keep up for they play brentford you know a team that needs to win also um so that's gonna be interesting and then i'm also keeping my eye on chelsea guys like maybe it's just not a storyline because we don't need to talk about it too much but talk about a team again that we thought was title contenders you know yes they're solidly for within the top four doing okay but they have a tough midweek fixture in champions league right let's see what happens last thing i'll say lukaku seven touches in 90 minutes yo but does that does that mean what it means though does that mean what it means let's, let's pick this down no i'm curious because i've seen so many memes about that but i was like yeah, is it really that wild like it sounds kind of wild but yeah you're right wild, but damn, that's like that includes the kickoff because he's, he's <laughs> <laughs> good point <laughs> skeeter <laughs> Yo, I mean, honestly, oh, come on. Yeah. It sounds wild because, like, you're talking about probably, like, that's a very talented squad, but, like, arguably one of the best players or top five players on that team, you know, to only touch the ball that often and, like, not score, not assist. It's like, why Why is he even there? Like, I, Peter, I asked you this question. I know, I know we're wrapping up, but, you know, it's like you, you, you have a striker like Lukaku. You got to get him on the ball. Like, I don't know why you would play a system where he's not involved. That is the thing. I like Tuchel as a manager, but he's playing a bit more defensive than I've ever seen him. I don't. They've spent $100 million on this guy. They know how he plays. I don't know why you don't play to his, to his uh, needs and his strengths, but... I don't know. I mean, if they don't, I mean, he's he's doing interviews and, and saying he's unhappy. We'll see what happens next year at that at that club. Maybe, maybe, maybe you get a, the return of another striker to United. <laughs> mm, interesting. Well, I've I'll leave you with a couple of thoughts about Chelsea, just to you know tickle your fancy. Their leading goal scorer this season is Mason Mount. With seven goals. We know last year they didn't get one single player in double-digit goal tally, right? They play. Um, the next fixtures coming up are 
Leicester, which is postponed, but they play Liverpool in the FL Cup, then they play the FA Cup, and then they play Burnley, then they play Newcastle, right? So in a, in a matter of a couple of weeks, they're playing a lot of games. All it takes is a couple of positive moments, moments from United, and then, hey, maybe Chelsea is in the top four battle as well. I don't know. Okay, well, I hope you guys enjoyed this live version of the podcast this week from the three of us. Um, it was a pleasure having you, Miles, and Peter on the pod. Nice and short and quick to the point. Peter, I know you got daddy duties to go back and get to. Miles, you got to fight the New York helicopter scandal. I don't know what's going on there. But it's been a pleasure, gentlemen. Any last words for the, for the listeners? Enjoy the, enjoy the games, as we always do. Some fun mm-hmm. ones coming up. Just enjoy all, all football, all, all soccer, all of it. You know, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful sport. The only democratic sport in the only democratic sport, I think, in uh, in the world. Anyone can play it. Anyone can uh, anyone can enjoy it. And that's it. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm rambling. My bad. You're in good spirits. You're in good spirits. I love it. I love it, Peter. I love it. Uh, I love it. You're you're high on life, man. And it's good to see. United are winning. You're, you're, you're doing well. You, you got a big smile on your face. I like to see it. Uh, for me, I don't know. It was like with the NBA All-Star Weekend, the Super Bowl. You know, it's soccer's time. It's our time. Let's get some Champions League finals going on. Let's, let's build this momentum back before the World Cup starts. And I bid for Qatar tickets. You know, so we'll see if that's positive. But, uh, yeah. I'm signing the South Miles. Anything? Hey, all, all I was going to say is, you know, NBA All-Star Weekend, yeah, you know, players got their shoes. You know, you got your sneakers that yeah, you, that are like fashion and also, you know, athletic mm-hmm. wear. When, Shay, maybe, you know, you should start looking into this. When are we getting some soccer style wear, footwear that can be also athletic and fashionable? Thanks for listening to us. You can find us in all the places that Chris always says, you know, of course, Spotify, iTunes, Voice, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace. I don't even know, but keep listening to us. We'll be back next week. I'll be longer podcast. We hope you enjoyed the games. Um, you know, some of some questions for the next episode.